Let us open our Bibles to the 102nd Psalm. Psalm 102. We used this psalm six weeks ago. We'll use it again today. In the first 11 verses of this psalm, we have a grievous complaint by the psalmist of loneliness, hopelessness. And in the beginning in the 13th verse, down through the 22nd verse, he consoles and comforts himself in the eternal nature of God, that God never changes. Some of you work at IBM, one of the largest, most powerful corporations in the world, yet it changes. And when it changes, your lives are affected. And it could change further, and it will change further, and your lives could or will be affected. But God never changes. The state of our country can change drastically. Your health can change drastically. Church members can change drastically. But God never changes. And so the comfort in verses 12 through 22 is based on the fact that God is eternal and never changes. And we should take comfort from that. The last six verses of the psalm, 23 through 28, are a summary of the psalmist confessing that God had weakened him and shortened his days, but that he was putting complete trust in this eternal aspect of God. And he ends the psalm with one of great hope that even his children would continue and their seed would be established before him. So as we read the psalm, and I've just made most of my comments, the prophecy that I want is found in verses 25 through 27. But I've just shown you the division, so as we read the first 11 verses, you can agree with the psalmist that life is sometimes grievous with loneliness and hopelessness, but it's the eternal nature of God in 12 through 22 that's of great comfort to His people as the only thing they'll ever know in this world that doesn't change. And then a summary at the end where the psalmist admits what has happened and that the Lord has done it for His honor and glory and His own prophet, the psalmist's prophet. And then he mentions that prophecy that we want of the new heavens and the new earth. And he closes with complete confidence that even his children will be taken care of by the eternal God. The eternal God is our refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. Stand with me as we read this wonderful psalm together. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto Thee. Hide not Thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline Thine ear unto me. In the day when I call, answer me speedily. For my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burned as an hearth. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. I am like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. I watch 
and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Mine enemies reproach me all the day, and they that are mad against me are sworn against me. For I have eaten ashes like bread, and mingled my drink with weeping, because of thine indignation and thy wrath. For thou hast lifted me up and cast me down. My days are like a shadow that declineth, and I am withered like grass. But thou, O Lord, shalt endure forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones, and favor the dust thereof. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy glory. When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. This shall be written for the generation to come, and the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from the height of his sanctuary. From heaven did the Lord behold the earth to hear the groaning of the prisoner to loose those that are appointed to death, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. When the people are gathered together and the kingdoms to serve the Lord, he weakened my strength in the way. He shortened my days. I said, O oh my God, Take me not away in the midst of my days. Thy years are throughout all generations. Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established before thee. Amen and amen. You may be seated. I hope that my explanation before we read helped you understand as we read so that you could see the grievous complaint going up in the first 11 verses and then the psalmist's confidence and declaration of God's eternal nature and then a summary there at the end when he appeals to that constancy to take care of him then he declares the promise and his sure hope that the Lord would even take care of him though the heavens and the earth will wax old and be folded up and put away, his children would be taken care of by the eternal God. That is a believer. That is someone with faith. 
That is someone who holds up the shield of faith and quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked by putting his trust in the Lord. Verse 25, Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. That is creation from Genesis chapter 1 that took place 6,000 years ago. Yes, we believe in a young earth because the Bible demands a young earth. And that is what it is called in theological circles, a young earth, meaning 6,000 years. We do not believe there are eons, millions, billions, or any other time period from Genesis 1-1 to anything else in the Bible. Because the Bible tells us plainly there, and in Exodus chapter 20, and in other places, in six days, the Lord created the heavens and the earth. Not in billions, millions. We don't believe in theistic evolution, meaning that God got evolution started. We believe in God's creation. And it's a young earth, and it's only 6,000 years old, as the chronology of the Bible proves. Of old, of 6,000 years ago, you laid the foundation of the earth. Dry land appeared, and the heavens are the work of thy hands, and his fingers form the stars. They shall perish, the heavens and the earth, the stars, the sun, the water on this planet, and the, and the earth is going to perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them, everything God created, shall wax old like a garment. It is running down and winding down. It's waxing old. It's getting decrepit. But as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. And we will be changed along with them. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. And so will the heavens and the earth. And we're going to get a new heaven and a new earth. And that prophecy is made right here in these two verses. And this is not talking about that God set up the old covenant under Moses, and then it waxed old, and then God set up a new covenant. That's what preterists must do to passages and prophecies like this. And this prophecy is quoted in Hebrews chapter 1. That's what they must do in order to get rid of the event because they know the event did not take place in 70 A.D. And we know the event did not take place in 70 A.D. And we know the event has not taken place by 2012. We wait the event. We, we look for it and we hasten to it. We're begging God for it to arrive speedily. And we live in the light of it as if it's going to be tomorrow. At least that's the way we should be living based on 2 Peter chapter 3. But God, a long time ago, laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the work of His hands. 6,000 years ago, He created it all. Now they're going to perish. As we, as we see them and understand them and measure them now by their various attributes, they're going to perish. But God's going to endure because He never changes. Yea, all of them. It's a truth. It's a verity. All of them are going to wax old and as a changing, as changing clothes. That's how easy it is for the Lord to change the heavens and the earth. It's like us changing clothes. You've got something old on and you're going to go see someone. So you take your old clothes off and put on something new. And so they shall be changed. But God is the same. His years have no end. And the children of His servants shall continue. 
and their seed shall be established before thee, because the eternal God will preserve them. Though the heavens and the earth will not be preserved, because they're going to wax old, and because they're going to be changed, yet we can put our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren in the hands of the everlasting God, and they will be established, and they will continue, and God will see to it. I do not know what changes are coming your way in 2012, but I know that in 2012, your God and my God will not change. May the Lord bless the reading of Psalm 102. Amen. Amen.